Hello, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. It's truly a blessing having you tune in today for an encouraging and uplifting word the Lord has given me to share with you all. So as you may know, we are in a series entitled Destiny, and today we are going to continue pulling insight from the scriptures and see what God wants to reveal to us on today. So share this episode with someone, whomever it may be, because we all have a destiny to fulfill And this series is God breathed and God's word will steer us on the path he has for us to be on. After all, he is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And Proverbs chapter 21 verse 2 says, we can justify our every deed, but God looks at our motives. So before we get into today's message, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you today. Thank you for allowing us to come before you once again, Father, asking that you would just open our eyes, Father, to see our ears to hear, Lord, and let the Spirit of the Lord lead and guide us as we go throughout our day. Lord, I pray that we would take heed to your words, Lord, and be hearers and doers and not merely deceiving ourselves. So, Lord, as we continue on our destiny and our journey and we look in what the Bible has to tell us, Lord, about David and the way that he lived and conducted himself, From humble beginnings to becoming the king, you said in your word that you were with him from that day on. And Lord, we know that you are with us for your word says that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So speak to us today, Father. Breathe on us, Lord. And we thank you for what we are going to receive now, because we know that it's going to be a blessing to others just as you have blessed us. It's in your name I pray and say thank you. Amen. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, we see that God had given David the victory to defeat and kill Goliath. As we continue to read on in 1 Samuel chapter 18, King Saul's son Jonathan became the best of friends immediately and loved David as he loved himself. 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 1, 3, and 4 says, After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing, And gave it to David, along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow and his belt. Later on, David becomes a high rank in the army. And whatever mission King Saul sent David on, he was successful. Let me pause right here and say this. Not everyone is always excited when it comes to how successful you are. In 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 6 through 16, it says, When the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, The woman came out from all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing, with joyful songs and with timbrels and lyres. As they danced, they sang, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Saul was very angry. This refrain displeased him greatly. They have credited David with tens of thousands, he thought, but me with only thousands? What more can he get but the kingdom? And from that time on, Saul kept a close eye on David. The next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the lyre as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand and he hurled it, saying to himself, I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David, but had departed from Saul. So he sent David away from him and gave him command over a thousand men. And David led the troops in their campaigns. In everything he did, he had great success 
because the Lord was with him. When Saul saw how successful he was, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he led them in their campaigns. Now, there will be people that will come across your path and won't mind you being successful at a few things. But when you are blessed and successful in all that you do and you're staying in your own lane, some people will start seeing you as a threat when you're really just a part of the team for righteousness. So they will allow jealousy to take place on the inside of them and they assume that you are doing better than they are. James chapter 3 verse 16 says, For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every evil practice. So we just read how King Saul was upset at the song the women were singing because he felt it had discredited him being the king of Israel. So Saul didn't keep his emotions in line as he should have. And the previous verse says he was very angry towards David. This is the same David that Saul was pleased with to the point Saul asked David's father, Jesse, telling him that he requests David to remain in his service. After all, when David was playing the lyre for Saul, the tormenting spirit from God would leave Saul. Let me pause right here and say this. People will be ugly to you and hate you because of the success and greatness that God has placed on your life. So when your enemy sees that they can't control you or do to you what they used to, they may become standoffish, angry, and letting that fester towards hatred into becoming wicked deeds, meaning they have given the devil access to come and reside on the inside of them. So even though David had respected Saul and did great things in defeating Israel's enemies with the help of the Lord, Saul was still very angry. So this is very important for us to understand when it talks about how angry Saul was towards David. We see the root issue from the following scripture, which helps us understand this anger that has come upon Saul. Proverbs chapter 29 verses 10 through 11 says, Bloodthirsty people hate an innocent person, but decent people seek to protect his life. A fool expresses all his emotions, but a wise person controls them. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 9 says, Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 to 27 and 31 says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. So if you let that anger sit there and fester on the inside of you because of the things that have happened in your life that were unfair or that was beyond your control, James chapter 1 verse 20 through 21 tells us what anger produces and how to get rid of it. The text says, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. So in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 9, it says, And from that time on, Saul kept a close eye on David. So we see where Saul's jealousy burned inside of him until he conspired on numerous of ways to kill David. In verse 10 through 13, Saul literally attempted to kill David. However, David was able to get away from Saul twice. Then Saul tries to get David to become his son-in-law by offering David to marry his oldest daughter. 
And David later on responded in verse 18. But David said to Saul, who am I and what is my family or my clan in Israel that I should become the king's son-in-law? Now, in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 20 through 22, it gives us a picture on how Saul was plotting to steal in David's life and the way he went about it. Now, Saul's daughter, Michal, was in love with David. And when they told Saul about it, he was pleased. I will give her to him, he thought, so that she may be a snare to him and so that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. So Saul said to David, now you have a second opportunity to become my son-in-law. Then Saul ordered his attendants, speak to David privately and say, look, the king likes you and his attendants all love you. Now become his son-in-law. Let me stop right here for a moment. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 tells us, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So just because things aren't going the way we thought it would go, even though the enemy is trying to do anything and everything to stop you from being and doing what God has purposed in your life. God wins every time and those that are in him already have the victory. So in 1 Samuel chapter 18, it tells us that Saul's daughter Michal loves David. But in order for David to marry her and become Saul's son-in-law, David was to follow the instructions given by Saul. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 23 through 30 reads, They repeated these words to David, but David said, Do you think it is a small matter to become the king's son-in-law? I'm only a poor man and little known. When Saul's servant told him what David had said, Saul replied, Say to David, The king wants no other prize for the bride than a hundred Philistine foreskins to take revenge on his enemies. Saul's plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. When the attendants told David these things, he was pleased to become the king's son-in-law. So before the allotted time elapsed, David took his men with him and went out and killed 200 Philistines and brought back their foreskins. They counted out the full number to the king so that David might become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave him his daughter Michal in marriage. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David, and that his daughter Michal loved David, Saul became still more afraid of him, and he remained his enemy the rest of his days. The Philistine commanders continued to go out to battle, and as often as they did, David met with more success than the rest of Saul's officers, and his name became well known. A few things I want to point out within the text comes from verses 21 and 25, which describes how Saul was plotting to kill David, meaning the success that David had would be no more, according to Saul. But in Psalms chapter one, verse six, it tells us, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So with that in mind, in first Samuel chapter 18, verses 18 and 23, David is letting us know that he is not well known or should be the least likely to marry into royalty based on his background. But watch God. That verse in Psalm chapter 1 verse 6 told us, For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. And we know how Saul was acting wicked and plotting to kill David, and his plans were going to be ruined. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 10 through 11 shows us how God, who is all-knowing, knew Saul's plots because the verse says, For to us God revealed them through the Spirit, 
For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. And because God is faithful to keep his promises, Romans chapter 8 verse 28 was one of them because what Saul tried to kill, which was David, God had him revealed before everyone because verse 30 tells us that David's name became well known. So in today's episode, we are able to see that the success we will have in our lives may cause some people to be truly happy for us while leaving others filled with jealousy due to their insecurities and every evil thing that is connected to jealousy. So we must be on guard testing every spirit to ensure that we are not deceived because Saul, who loved David, turned on him and became his enemy for the rest of his days. And as I have said it before, and I will continue to say, even though our enemies may hate us and despise us, and some would literally like to get rid of us as Saul wanted to do to David. But we must do what is mentioned in Matthew chapter 5 verse 44, regardless if we want to or not. The scripture says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So if we truly grab hold to Matthew chapter 5 verse 44 and do exactly what it says, yes, there may be moments when you feel like a doormat, but know that you're not. And people may take your kindness for weakness. But the main reason why we take and grab hold of Matthew chapter 5 verse 44 is because we know that in doing so, it pleases our heavenly father. And we are doing as he instructs us in his word. First Peter chapter four, verses one through two says, therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. As a result, they do not live the rest of their earthly lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing your word to go forth on today. I pray that those listening would truly take heed, Lord, that we would understand that you are revealing in this season who is for us and who is against us. Lord, I pray for discernment right now for each and every individual listening, God, that you would show them who really means well for them and who's really trying to plot against them and do evil things towards them. Lord, we know that David went through a lot, but you were with him and you allowed him to be successful in all that he did. And we know that you're doing the exact same for each and every one of your children. So, Father, thank you for allowing our ears to be open to hear, our eyes to be open to see, Father, and that there is no confusion, Father, for you do not rest in confusion, but that you are a righteous God, that you are faithful and that you order our steps. It's in the mighty name of Jesus I pray and say thank you. Amen. And to all my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners, stay tuned and share this episode with others because this series entitled Destiny is filled with so much insight the Holy Spirit has given me to share with you all. I know that it will truly bless you and show you the plans that God has laid out for your life. So once again, I want to say thank you for tuning in and I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Be blessed. Stay blessed because you are blessed.